Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. We co-host Pantsuit Politics, a podcast seeking nuance in political conversation. Along the way, we've realized the rest of life is filled with nuance, too. So we come here each week to commemorate the moments in our lives, moments beyond birthdays, weddings, and funerals, that deserve celebration. It's an opportunity to see ourselves in a new season and to reflect on the messiness of living wisely. for joining us for another episode of The Nuanced Life. We have some great commemorations to share and also some thoughts about David Brooks' recent opinion piece in The New York Times called There Should Be More Rituals, perfectly in line with what we do here at The Nuanced Life. I would like you to join Sarah for a morning ritual every day on Instagram. In Instagram stories every day, Sarah does a quick news brief. It is delivered with her characteristic warmth and humor and intellect, <laughs> and you should be receiving it. So hop on over to Instagram, follow Pantsuit Politics. You can watch Sarah's morning ritual in stories. I promise you will be happier and smarter and more settled each day for it. And Sarah really wants to get to 10,000 Instagram followers. So and I just feel like we should commit as a community to giving her this gift. If you're an Instagram person, for better or for worse, we don't post on The Nuance Life. It exists, but we keeping up two social media channels was just not in the cards for us. And so all our Instagram energy is focused at Pantsuit Politics. And it's not a highly political Instagram channel. It's actually where we share a lot of stuff in our personal lives including Beth's toddlers very much struggle with mousetrap. So if you can identify with the struggle with mousetrap or you just want to see what we're up to, please follow us on Instagram. I want those 10,000 followers so bad because then you get swipe up and that's just going to be a game changer. I can do so many more fun things with the Instagram stories once I have swipe up. When we get there, we will do a commemoration here of hitting 10,000 Instagram followers. It's going to be exciting. Let's start with Bethany today, who has a commemoration. Bethany is coming to Evolving Faith, the conference in Denver this fall, where we're going to be speaking. We're so excited, Bethany. Bethany bought tickets for her and her husband to go, and she says she hasn't flown anywhere in 15 years. Big deal. Both of their families live in Florida like her. She's a homeschooling mom. And she said, honestly, it's just scary to fly. And also, she has been thinking about how it feels a little selfish to spend money on this weekend because they could have a whole family vacation for the price of this event. And she said that her husband did not buy that argument and encouraged her to buy the tickets, and she bought the tickets. And I'm excited for you, Bethany. I think that is such a fantastic commemoration. And I also think it's so important. I have a friend going through a very similar thought process with regards to Evolving Faith. She did the webinar last year, and I'm trying to convince her to come in person. But it is, I think, especially if you are a person who dedicates a majority of your time and energy and resources to your family, which you definitely are if you're a homeschooling mom, then to take that time and to really take a deliberate shift in your perspective on what money is for is hard. I mean, I think that it's cyclical. I think in the same way we've had other people commemorate spending money before, too, because I think 
There's a psychological thing that happens when you buy things. You want to buy more things and buy more things and buy more things. And that's we all know a lot about that. I also think it's the opposite is true, that you save and you create this identity of a person who doesn't spend frivolously, who saves money, who saves money. And that can also become almost like a momentum unto itself in which you are depriving. That's a negative connotation word for it, but you know what I mean. I think that that it can just, it can become a a domino effect. And then you're making the decision not to spend almost automatically. And so I think being able to disrupt that, especially in the face of fears about other parts of spending the money, very big, very big. There are like 15 layers of this commemoration because Mm -hmm. everything that you said is such a big deal. Also, making the decision to fly when you're afraid to fly is a very big deal. Bethany said that she has she's an Enneagram six, has a little flair for the dramatic. And she said her thought process is like, what if something happens to my kids and I can't get back quickly? What if something happens to us and my kids are left orphans? And I think that's all very real as you're thinking it. Mm -hmm. And so make overcoming that obstacle is huge. I also think, Bethany, I would commemorate that you have a husband who said, you need to do this. We need to do this together. Mm-hmm. Because having a partner who hears your objections, especially your objections about money Word. and about feeling selfish and about being fearful and tells you to go for it, that's huge. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. What a testament to your partnership. Bethany, can I just sit with you for a hot minute in the what if something happens to my kids and I can't get back quickly? Okay, here. Here's where I am. I... Never say never, but I would most likely never fly across the ocean because then getting back to my family is not within my realm of control. But just tell yourself what I tell myself when I fly inside the continental U.S., which is if I have to hitchhike or walk, I can get back to my children if I need to. So just don't just think about it like I do. At least your movement is in within your realm of control and you could get back. If you needed to. That's all I'm saying. I think about this literally every time. I flew across the ocean without my children. And I will tell you that what I try to remember, anytime I have any kind of I should be with my children guilt or that kind of thing coming up for myself, I just try to remember that my children are loved by lots of people. And Mm -hmm. it is an important thing for them and for me to get comfortable with the fact that I am not always going to be their answer. That is super hard, but it is important. I really had a real psychological breakthrough. We're going far afield of Bethany's commemoration, but I'll just share. I had a real, I like a sort of an aha moment. And I realized part of my fear about particularly crossing the ocean is that I've had a couple instances in my life where I knew bad news was coming for someone or I had received bad news and I was sort of put in that in-between spot of, of waiting One time because somebody had to travel back to receive the news. So, like, we knew this tragic news. The person didn't. They were flying across the the globe, really. But also where I've I've been in situations where I've received terrible news and then just had to, like, wait to get back. And it is the worst feeling in the world. Not really that I... If I'm being honest with myself, like I'm just creating one environment in which I think I'm controlling that. You really can't control that kind of thing. But I realize that's what it is. It's like being away and not being able to because I'm an action person when something bad happens and being forced to like just sit with it and not being able to do, quote unquote, anything because you're not in the right physical location is just it, it, it plays on every control issue I have. But I realize like that's sort of what's going into it for me. That makes sense. And I think you're right that a lot of this fear is about control. 
And mm-hmm. it is and it is an illusion. It is control that we do not have anyway. And so to recognize that and to step away from it and say, I will be a better partner, mother, an individual human being, because who we are as individual human beings, apart from those roles, matters a lot, too, by taking this time to nourish my faith, to make some connections with other people, to just put myself in a new environment. There's so much value to just putting yourself in a new environment. Yeah, so true. So kudos, Bethany. I think your commemoration is a treasure trove of ideas, and I'm just excited for you. Be sure to come see us at Evolving Faith. I have kind of a confession to make. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm a little bit obsessive about deodorant. The second there is even like a hint of perspiration in the air, I go crazy thinking, is this me? What have I done? I use tons and tons of deodorant because I care so much about this. I also care about what I put on my body, and I feel like I'm finally coming to a solution to unite those two worlds. Hug Me is a natural deodorant that actually works. How does it work? Hug Me Deodorant by Bloom, that's B-L-U-M-E, is made with probiotics. The probiotics encourage your body to make more good bacteria, and as a result, your body produces less bad bacteria, so B.O. doesn't exist. It lasts for 24 hours and doesn't have to be reapplied throughout the day. Mainstream antiperspirants contain aluminum, which gets absorbed into our bloodstream and has been linked to cancer. Hug Me Deodorant is safe and sustainable. It's rated the best deodorant ever by the New York Post. I feel like adding probiotics to anything is an improvement. I'm just going to be real with you. Hug Me by Bloom keeps you feeling good, feeling fresh, and super huggable. Right now, our listeners will get 25% off their first stick and free shipping when you text NUANCED with a D, N-U-A-N-C-E-D, to 797979. This is a special offer you can't get anywhere else, and you support the Nuance Life when you support our sponsors. So text NUANCED to 797979 to get 25% off your first stick of Hug Me deodorant. If you don't love it, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Text N-U-A-N-C-E-D to 797979. We also have a commemoration from Dana. She says, Today marks my last day working for my mom's business. As in exactly one week, I will have relocated from Tennessee to Baltimore to begin my first post-grad school job in the international relief development sector. While I couldn't be more excited to be getting back into the field that I love, this new beginning also marks the end of an unexpected and messy season. So Dana had been working for a nonprofit She made the difficult decision to leave that job and transitioned back to staying with her family. And just a few short weeks after she moved home, her mother had a very bad car accident, which broke her hand and shattered her ankle. And so she couldn't walk or lift things or drive, and her business really required that. So Dana found herself running a small business, basically for her mother, being the caretaker, and still really having no idea what was next for herself. 
So the last few months have been really difficult, as you can imagine, for Dana and her family. She said she's grown closer with her family through this reminder that no one is promised tomorrow. And she said, I'm learning to be patient and trust in the process of the unknown, which I think is really beautiful. Being back in her hometown gave her the opportunity to meet her best friend's baby girl and watch her grow, be a bridesmaid in a wedding, be part of a beautiful church community. And so she ends this way. I want to commemorate where we have come from, multiple surgeries, weeks of physical therapy, so many tears, and many almost job opportunities later. My mom is finally walking and able to manage her business completely on her own and recognizing both the beauty and pain of these past six months. I look forward to moving into a job that couldn't be a better Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. For this next chapter in my own life. Dana, I'm so happy that you see it this way and that you have this new opportunity and that you're excited about where you're going and that your mom is walking and back to living her life the way she wants to. I think that is such a powerful journey because like she said, any one of those things by themselves would have been so difficult. Caring for a parent transitioning to a new job, moving home. But to deal with all three of them at the same time is definitely worth commemorating. You're right. This is a lot to go through. Any of these individual events would be huge on its own. And to put them all together is a ton to get through. I really related to the caregiving aspect of this because I think starting to see your parents as human beings who endure pain and need your help It's a really difficult process no matter when it happens in your life. You know, that happens very early for some people and not until much later in life for others. But those moments of caregiving, that's a lot to process as a human being. It really kind of breaks up any sense of certainty you have in the world when you start to see the fragility of your parents. Caregiving anybody is difficult, (laughs) much less your own parents. And I think that, you know, I'm terrible in a transition, just truly terrible. And so, again, being asked to deal with that that difficult caregiving perspective on top of thinking, just sitting in a space where you don't know what's next, it's really, really difficult. So good job, girl. Good job. Mother's Day is coming. And the gift-giving process of Mother's Day is always really difficult for me. One, because my mother buys herself anything that she wants because she is a grown lady who has a credit card. And so finding something that she hasn't already bought herself but that she would also really enjoy, it's hard. It's very, very hard. There is one gift that thousands of mothers have been calling the best gift ever. It's called Skylight. And it's a photo frame you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. Just plug in, use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and enjoy. Everyone in your family can email photos to mom's Skylight and they'll pop up in her home in seconds. Skylight Frame has a gorgeous 10-inch touchscreen. You can swipe through the photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who sent a photo. 100% satisfaction is guaranteed. 
guaranteed. If you do not love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. My in-laws loved the skylight that sits on my kitchen counter when they were here this week. And so they immediately got on and bought it for my 98-year-old grandmother-in-law, who I don't think I'm spoiling the gift for because I don't think she listens to podcasts because she's 98 years old. But they loved it. And they're like, oh, this will be a perfect Mother's Day gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you text LIFE to 484848. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just text LIFE to 484848. That's L-I-F-E to 484848. Beth, do you think David Brooks listens to our podcast? I would be just fine with that. Welcome, David Brooks, because mm-hmm. I am so on board with this op-ed. There should be more rituals. Oh, I could not agree more. I think that is really part of the reason the Book of Common Prayer appeals to me, because there are all these for somebody traveling, for somebody sick, and there's a little prayer, and it creates a little ritual about around the moment. But I think he's right. A lot of what we do on The Nuance Life, which is just as individuals commemorating, Ritual implies the community is getting involved in celebrating this important moment. And man, we need it so bad. David Brooks starts this op-ed, if you haven't seen it, by saying that he started playing a game in his head of there should be a ritual for. And he talks about when someone completes a prison sentence and is welcomed back into the community, we should have a ritual. When a new family moves onto a street, there should be a ritual. There should be a ritual for kids in modern blended families when they move in and join their lives together. Rituals for moving out of your house. I mean, and he goes on and it's really... It's really beautiful. And I loved this paragraph. He said, so great is our hunger for rituals that when we come upon one of the few remaining ones, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, we tend to overload them and turn them into expensive, bloated versions of themselves. Between these lavish exceptions, daily life goes unstructured, a passing flow of moments. So good, David Brooks. And you know what it reminds me of is Laura Vanderkam in her book, Off the Clock. And she just talks about the reason this is important is not just in that present moment, although it very much is. It changes our perception of time. Time is not this objective static thing. We all experience in it differently. And these moments and rituals where we can engage with each other and mark why this is important, it really changes the flow of time. It I think it slows time down. It creates memories and memories can lead to a more richer life and definitely a richer experience of time. I'm just I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. Yesterday in the car, Jane, my eight year old, said to me, Mommy, I think the days are going by faster for me than they are for Ellen. Hmm. And I said, Ellen is three. I said, I think that is probably true, Jane. And I think the day probably goes a little faster for daddy and me than it does for you. And I think that it probably goes a little faster for Gran than it does for daddy and me. And she goes, huh, why do you think that is? And I said, well, I don't know. But I just think when we understand time in bigger chunks, it kind of speeds it up. And it made me a little bit sad that Jane already recognizes that difference between where she is and where Ellen is, because I feel like when you get into this space of things just move so quickly, just takes me back to ants marching. I think Dave Matthews is such a genius in that song, because that's what it's like, right? We're just doing the things instead of living into the things. 
Well, and can I just speak to beyond wedding and bar mitzvahs, which I totally agree with, I think you can see the hunger for that communal experience and that communal marking of time in the intense anticipation and experience of both the Avengers Endgame movie, which is the Marvel Universe sort of conclusion to like 11 years of movies, and to the final season of Game of Thrones, which has been going on for almost eight years. The way people are tied up in those. I mean, I'm so jacked up. I was so jacked up for both of them and continue to be jacked up for Game of Thrones. I literally the last two weeks, I'm not even kidding you, have spent the first 20 minutes of the Game of Thrones episode shivering. And I honestly think it's adrenaline. Like I feel so cold. I shake like the first 20 minutes of every episode because I'm just so like the anticipation and the excitement of the conclusion of all this thing that we've been witnessing. And I love that we're all doing it together. Like it is my absolute favorite experience. And I think, you know, the reason I can be so intensely emotional about a TV series is because so often we don't get that experience in other ways. And I am kind of sad about that. Like, I think it's I have no problem with Game of Thrones and with Avengers, obviously, I don't want that to be the best experience of ritual that mm-hmm. I have. I love at my church there is a man who prays pretty frequently, and his prayers sound like Wendell Berry wrote them. They're always very much about nature. And it's so comforting to me to hear him talk about nature in this way because that also feels like, oh, here's the thing that we share if we're paying attention to it. And noticing these changes happening around us in terms of leaves or animals or temperature or what the sun and moon are doing, if we pay attention, that does give us shared ritual. And I love having this person call out that we should be paying attention to that because these things matter. And I guess I am just hungry for that in other places and in other ways. And I want it in more than just entertainment. I'll take it in entertainment. I'm not mad at entertainment, but I want it elsewhere too. Yeah, I want it all the places. I mean, I want to spend every day just commemorating the passage. I'm like a memory keeper anyway. And something, I mean, there is a cellular need I have for this sort of marking of time. And I do think one of the big areas, even though I know we talked about bat mitzvah, but that is only a small population in the United States that do that, I really do think we need to find a way for people that don't do bat mitzvah or quinceañeras to note the transition into young adulthood. I think that is so important, particularly for boys, and we don't have anything. That's why I love so much the Boy Scouts, because I do think they have a lot of those important rituals and transitions, and I think kids need it so, so much. I think that's right. And I honestly think adults need it maybe even more than kids because kids at least have school year transitions to work through. I've talked about this before on the show. When I started working after law school, I felt incredibly depressed by the idea that there isn't a change in semester. There aren't finals. There's not a spring break. There is just my life. Yeah, there's just my life and this desk. And some days off that I take however I choose to, if I choose to take them, and I make the calculus about whether taking them makes me seem committed enough or not. Mm. And on I go for years until retirement. That's not okay with me. And I think lots of people struggle through that. And we just don't – there's nothing wrong with working the same job until retirement. There's something kind of beautiful about that. But you do need – some ebb and flow and some celebration and and some reflection built into all that that that's really difficult to find. So here here, 
for David Brooks and everybody out there looking to find that, finding ways. I mean, you can, we can all craft those rituals within our own families, and I we have tons and tons of traditions in my family to mark the passage of time. And But I, I do wish uh, – we would like to, to as to a way to conclude this conversation, this episode, volunteer – to be in charge of There Should Be a Ritual For. I think that Beth and I are up for the task. I think we can find these all for us. I really do. I totally agree. Hand in the air. Happy to do this for America and the world. Thank you so much for joining us here for our weekly ritual of commemorating what's happening in your lives. Keep sending those commemorations our way. We'll be back here with you next week. You can catch us on Pantsy Politics between now and then. And on Instagram at Pansy Politics. One of our rituals on Instagram that we'll be doing soon every month, we have followed Emily P. Freeman's advice and reflected mm-hmm. on what we've learned each month. So that will be coming up. You don't want to miss it. And until then, keep it nuanced, y'all. Nuance Life is produced by Dylan Garvin. Elise Knapp is our production assistant. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. The Nuance Life is listener supported. For $5 a month, you'll receive an extra episode of The Nuance Life at patreon.com slash The Nuance Life. You can connect with us on our website, thenuancelife.com, and follow us on Instagram.